welcome to my home, and more than anything, I'm going to welcome you to our table, and you're going to enjoy this service tonight. Crystal is here. Crystal, God bless you. Have a great time tonight. What is going on, Quest Church? We are so excited about this evening. I'm excited to be hosting this evening alongside my mother-in-law, but friend, <laughs> Giovanna. I love her, and I'm so thankful she's in my life. I love you, too. And thank you for letting us host in your home tonight. Oh, of course. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as motherly if we had not. <laughs> <laughs> we just want you to feel comfortable tonight, and we want you to join along with us, and you could take notes or just get comfy on your couch, pop some popcorn, get your girlfriends, start a watch party on Facebook if you want, and just have fun. We're just going to talk about motherhood. We're going to talk about sisterhood, friendship, and marriage, and uh, it should be fun. And maybe you'll learn some things. Uh, maybe you can laugh with us, and we'll see what comes out of this. We're just excited. This is our first time doing this, so I'm excited to start. And I want to introduce also some other guests that we have. Erica Reyes is Pastor Josh's wife. We love her. But not only is she Pastor Josh's wife, she's been my friend for 20 years. <laughs> a very long, long friendship, and it's been a great friendship. And when I think of memories with Erica, it's only laughter and good times. And <laughs> we have many, many memories. Our kids have grown up together. And uh, what we have is really special. So I'm very excited that she decided to be along with us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And Monica Thomas. The first time I met Monica was at Quest Church, and I felt an instant connection with her. Mm -hmm. I felt like family. Like, she is family. She feels like home to me for some reason. When I met her, I was like, I feel at home with her. I don't know what it is about that, but that's special. So I'm very grateful that you joined us as well. So Thank welcome yes. to our women's table talk tonight. So Mother's Day is coming. Do you have plans? Any plans? I bet <laughs> Sleeping in, right? right. Yes. Well, right. I'm going to get up and, you know, watch church online, of course. Yes. I shouldn't have to do anything on that. That's right. <laughs> We're hoping our men will service. Giovanna, mm -hmm. I know you have a really, really good relationship with your mom, and I love your mother, Miss Juanita, if you're watching. Juanita. We love you. Mucho, mucho, mucho. <laughs> yes. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing with your mom and her influence on your life. Well... Thank you guys for picking me. I know this is a Mother's Day or Mother's Week, and I'm not yet a mother, um, but it's great to be among you guys. You guys are a great, great mothers. Thank you. And uh, excellent, and I hope to learn from you guys um, someday, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, my mom and I have a great relationship. We've always had. I believe uh, out of her four siblings, uh, out of my three siblings, um, I think I've always had the best relationship with my mom. Um, she's just, I, I love my mom. She's beautiful. Yes, and very, she is. You know, there's Classy. this class. And, mm -hmm. and funny. funny. And she's yeah. funny. Yes. And um, I think I take after her you a do. lot. You yeah. do. And, and it's because of that reason that we've, she's been my best friend my whole life. We've hung out, you know, That's a question. That's a question I want to ask. How do you guys feel about um, becoming, I always say with, to, my, to my kids, to my girls especially, mm -hmm. I'm not quite your best friend yet, but one day we will be best right. friends. Mm -hmm. But is it not hard, I know we have teenagers, and I don't know if this was like you when you were a teenager with your mom, 
it's becoming harder for me now to not be that friend. I, now, I am a friend when they need a friend. Mm -hmm. But it, I've noticed we, we're we starting to get along. Our humor is starting to kind of mm -hmm. be the same. Do you find that that struggle between being their mother and being a friend? Or do you think it's a good balance? How do y'all feel about that with them being teenagers? Or do you feel that struggle at all? Um, sometimes I feel that struggle because, well, not for both of my daughters. Well, for one in particular, my oldest, Jade, I know she's very much a socialite. And so yes. having that bond is important to her. So I feel for her, I have to be that friend. But at the same time, I, I'm kind of scared to cross that right only because I don't want her to forget hey I'm, I'm still your mother, mother. <laughs> right because we have those instances where sometimes she does think that she's talking to her friend and I have to like hey hey we'll hold up yeah hey, yeah like mm -hmm. you can't be right. talking to me right. but I think it's important to have that balance but I think where I've struggled is to let her know what that balance is that there are times that we have these conversations and it needs to be a mother-daughter conversation. Yeah. Um, and, of course, depending on what the subject is. And then, two, there are times that may present where I will be your friend. Um, yes. And we can have that conversation. And, again, I probably have failed in that area to set that boundary and define what those expectations are mm -hmm. so that as she grows older, she knows what type of conversations mm -hmm. to have with me and where we can have them. But, I think yeah. that comes later in life because my mom, let me retract a little bit, we were not best friends, me as a child, okay. even in my teenage years. Mm -hmm. okay. We were close. Mm -hmm. And um, I was almost very scared of my mom. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. but there's always been this deep love. You know, she's, my, she's the driving force of my life. Mm -hmm. And so... The honor and respect for my mother has always been there, and yeah. I've seen her struggle, her struggles, um, you know, raising us mm -hmm. almost single as a single mother. But no, that best friend mm -hmm. state came as I matured and, right. and grew older yeah. into an adult. How do you feel about that? I think it's great to be start to be I think it's a gradual process yeah. as they get older right. we become more and more right. best friends and I think yes. that's really where I've spent a lot of time with my girls is building that trust because it's a different kind of trust they already know how to trust me as a mother mm -hmm. right but now they're starting to know you know I can trust mom with yes certain things that you know I can't She's not just a parent like with dad, right. you know, I can trust her with certain things now. Yeah. So little by little, it goes both ways. They're learning to trust me more as a friend. Yeah. And I'm trying to just fill that space as they let me yeah. and as they grow. Yeah. And it's, it's really not an easy balance. Um, when I was a teenager, I would see, uh, like teenage girls, my age and their mothers and they acted like besties and that was always very confusing to me i was like that is not my relationship yeah. with my mother she will put me in my place real quick and i am not about to you know talk to her the way they talk to their mothers but with me it's funny because i have a, a 10 year old and then a 10 year old girl and then i have two teenage girls and so the juggling between uh my relationship and the level of my relationship and how and my friendship level with them is different mm -hmm. Nia I am straight like no ma'am and you have to put her in check all the time but with the teenagers it is exactly what you guys said it's mm -hmm. a gradual process and right. sometimes my husband will be like no that's too much you don't need to 
But I also feel like, no, if anything is going to come to mm -hmm. them about anything, it needs to be from me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's interesting how to open the door to friendship with your teenagers. But you talked about trust. Mm -hmm. Did you always trust your mom growing up? Like when I say that, I, I think about the book of Ruth and how um, when Naomi chose to, to leave, they trusted her. Right. And they went with her. Right. And I thought, wow, what an influence that they must have, that she must have been on them to just leave everything and want to go with her, mm -hmm. especially Ruth. And um, I thought, what an example she must have set in front of them to be a godly woman. So not only just is it important for us to set good examples for them as women, as mothers, but even if you aren't a mother, it's important being our age to set a godly influence in front of all young women. Right. But do you feel like you struggled with trusting your mom through the process? Like when she disciplined you, did you trust her with that discipline or was you it know, you combative? <laughs> no, actually you mentioned the book of Ruth and Naomi and I see my mom or in Naomi yeah and you know her leadership mm -hmm. she was a very strong or she is a very strong lady um, so I did trust her yeah. you know I trusted her with every movement that she'd make you know leaving the valley to move you know she's, she's right she's just recently divorced and mm -hmm. she and I had so much trust in her all of us did we're heading to San Antonio yeah we were scared we didn't really no. I didn't really know what was going on or why we're leaving my, my dad behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in me, I had that trust in her. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she's always said that, that tone, you can trust me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how do you guys feel about that, developing trust in your children? And do you think that they trust you with decisions, um, discipline, family decisions like for example Justin and I moving to Oklahoma they had to trust us that mm -hmm. we were making the right decision as I was trusting God that's a huge move to take them away from their friends and um and what they know and that's all they've known they had to trust us and they did an amazing job at that and I'm very grateful mm -hmm. but um have you guys ever dealt with them not trusting you about anything do you feel like you failed in that area or do you think that what do you feel about that I don't, I don't think, I guess I don't th even think about it as a trust thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was coming up, it, it wasn't really a question. You just did what you, you just were did told. What you told. So I, I think just because I was raised that way, mm -hmm. I kind of have the same thought process with my kids. You know, we're doing this. I think we probably talk to them more than I was talked to as a mm -hmm. child. And yeah. on certain decisions or moves we were about to make. And, and I think through that, they've grown to trust us. But... Growing up, that wasn't even a question. Yes. You just did what you were told. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That is very true. That is true. I wish you would ask a question, you know? Yeah. Because what do I know? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's just different, this generation, because they are exposed to so much more, and right. there's lots of more questions that they have now yes. versus I would have had when they were in Yes. Age. I have That's noticed true. that they feel a lot of this generation feels like they have um, a voice too young. Mm-hmm. And there's... Uh, they can ask questions. Sometimes they don't even ask the question. They just voice the opinion mm -hmm. without even being asked. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, that's a balance as well. Um, do you feel like 
when I know we've all, we're not perfect parents, so we have all made mistakes. Um, parenting, how do you feel when you make a mistake? Parenting, do you, how do you handle that situation with your children? Well, that's exactly where I was. My thought was going to is that in parenting there are no perfect parents. So what I've made it a point to do with my kids, all of them, is to recognize the mistake, whether it be yeah. I jumped to conclusions or I mm -hmm. was impatient or I just, you know, lost my temper, whatever it was, to apologize, yes. to recognize that I made the mistake and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And I hope, my hope is that through doing that over time, that they're able to do that, you know, as grown adults, mm -hmm. you yes, know, and that's right. And recognize, you know, it's okay to realize I made a mistake, mm -hmm. to admit that I did something wrong, and to apologize and ask for forgiveness, you yeah. know, because I don't want them later to ever get in a situation in life and say, Lord, you're never going to forgive me. Right. You know, mm -hmm. you, I want them to always be able to think, I can ask God to forgive me, yeah. and I know He always will. That's so good. Just like my parents. Yes. You know? That's so good. Do you struggle with admitting your mistakes as a parent? Or are you pretty open about that? I think I've, I've learned to be pretty open over mm -hmm. the years, um, only because I'm, I'm not perfect. Right. And I think for my kids to see that, you know, I'm willing to admit and at least apologize to them, it doesn't make me less of a person. Mm -hmm. And it also acknowledge them mm -hmm. in, you know, in their certain space. You know, there are times where you would say, you know, this is my house and you do what I do, do what I say. Yeah. And that's all that goes, even when you are wrong. And sometimes in that mindset, you always think, you know, who am I? Mm -hmm. And I never want my kids to think, you know, I don't matter enough to where, you know, she knew she was wrong when she accused me of taking the butter and dropping it <laughs> on the floor. It really was, you know, somebody else and yeah. she did it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Why would you not give me that same respect and compassion right. as a person? And yeah. I think it's important for our kids to see that, you know, I'm not perfect. And yes, I'm going to mess up. And I have to be mature enough to say in my faults and in my shortcomings, I'm wrong. And you, ex you should have more from me. And if that means an apology or if it means compassion, I should be willing to go yeah. an extra mile mm -hmm. for you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had a situation I was telling yeah, I was telling you about it the other day where my teenage girls, mm -hmm. I was explaining to them about something that I didn't agree with with them. And I know I'm right. <laughs> I know I'm right. But I came at them so hard and so fast and they were just kind of stunned looking at me like, and I think maybe quarantined being with them for yeah. a little too long combined with me disagreeing with them was just like one big explosion. But I had to go back, even though I was right about what I was saying, I always say to Jayla, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. My dad taught me that too. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. How you say things really affects people. Because mm -hmm. like that saying is so true, people don't remember what you said to them, they remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. And so everything I was saying could have been 100% right, but because of the way I was saying it, they probably weren't listening to me. They were probably focused on how they were feeling in the moment, caught off guard and mm -hmm. feeling like, 
even though I didn't care at the moment. Like, no, you're going to agree with me. I'm going to whoop your butt, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But later on, I did have to go back and say, I'm sorry. I was a little intense about that. I Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest frustrations that I have with my children. You know, I understand it's sibling rivalry and they pick on each other and they always tease. But it just, that's one of the things that really irks my nerves when my kids say, like, you're dumb and you're stupid. Yes. And and I don't, I, I kind of wasn't raised that way, so it, it really just bothers me mm-hmm. a lot. But they have no problem like you did. Like, you're so dumb. Like, I can't believe you failed. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, can you guys at least, like, this is family. This is the last place where you should right. beat up on each mm-hmm. other. Now, I get joking and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but I also feel under every line, underlying joke, there's truth to there it. There is truth so to I it. So I say, mm-hmm. you have got to learn to be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Speak nicer to each mm-hmm. other. And if I could probably, like, take my kids out, it's going to be for that. The way <laughs> to each other. It's true, because it... it uh, how comfortable you are saying things to your family means when you're with strangers, oh. you're even more comfortable. And I always tell them, I always knew, I can gauge my kids with how they're treating me and how they're behaving at school. Mm. If they're at home and they're mouthing off, which is rare because they will get popped, but if they mouth <laughs> off to me and their, and their dad, I always say, mm-hmm. you must not be behaving at school. Right. Yep. Because if you're that comfortable talking to me like that, then you That's must right. be comfortable talking yeah. to your teachers like that. Yeah. Yes, I uh, I totally get it. <laughs> Let's move on to friendships. Okay, sisterhood. I was reading the other day that uh, it is vital for women to have good friendships. Didn't say a lot of friendship because I don't believe in having a lot of friends. I have been there and done that. I am the type of person that wants to be friends with everybody. And I want to give everybody my time. And I want everybody to like me, or at least this was past Crystal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> past, past, I've come a long way. Thanks to my husband and my dad and people like Erica <laughs> in my life telling me how it really is. But, um, but it is vital for us to have friendships. Do you believe that? I heard it was a psychological truth that right. women need connection and we need friendships outside of our husbands, outside of our moms that you need a friend Mm -hmm. do you believe that do you believe in that type of friendship what do you think I think I'm learning to um and I and I say that because growing up in a military family Mm -hmm. we never stayed in one place long enough to develop lasting relationships like I moved 13 times yeah and then my senior year in high school I also moved so it's kind of been like I never knew how to make friends that lasted or relationships that lasted because I'm always required to move. To leave. Uh So I think as that's something I recognized in my late 30s that, you know, it's important to establish friendships, um, strong friendships with women in particular. Yeah. Um, And I think I'm still getting there. I'm still growing in Uh that avenue. Yeah. Because I'm very much a loner. Uh Uh-huh. But I understand that friendships... um, they need to be quality, not yes. necessarily right. quantity. That's good. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Giovanna, I know you have a couple of really, really best friends. friends. Yeah. And I I admire that, and I think that I always look at that, and I think, man, that's so cool. I always, I always cultivated a diverse network. Yeah. <laughs> but I only nurtured a few. Okay, mm-hmm. that's friends. good. That's good. That's good. So 
I mean, out of so many people, I can probably just count my real friends with my hand. Yeah. Right? right? And I can probably take that down from friends to really good really friends, good friends down to one, one hand. hand. Right? Uh-huh. And then really close friends down to two fingers. Yes. So um, I believe in friendship. I believe in healthy Right. Friendship, friendship. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a, a gossiper. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe if a friend is, comes to you with a gossip and talks to you about someone else, you know she's probably doing that about to you. others yeah. about you, yes. right. you know, yes. more than likely. And so I've never kept a group of friends like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I'm able to, to remain close with them, even with the distance between us. Well, but because you thing kept their trust. Done, Right. Yeah. And, and another thing I believe that it's always um, that we've remained as a group of friends is because we had a we had a mission. Uh huh. Um, in a way, it was a ministry because we would. I was the vice president of a cancer awareness. We were advocates for breast cancer. Yeah. And so for you know eight nine years, that's all we did. Yeah. And so that kind of created this bond between us mm-hmm. where we really didn't have time for anything else other than to. What are we doing next yeah. to raise funds and be able to help these ladies in our community? That's so, so good. That yeah. just grew from one year to another, and I, I, it was it was such a blessing because I was able to discover a lot of gifts, yeah, purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe they did too. And so that's so good. Which is which now I'm being you know being able to to use into our ministry here. That's mm-hmm. so good, and I can attest to you being a trustworthy friend. I have never heard Giovanna speak ill about anyone since I've known you. And that, <laughs> true. becoming being a woman, is a really amazing thing, Well, honestly. I've definitely grown, you know, I've matured, and the people that have come in my life, I've, I've learned from, especially, you know, I've learned so much from my husband now. And how he treats his friends and what yeah. he thinks of his, his friends. He's loyal. Very loyal. Yeah. And so, you know, I love that about him. And I try to implement that in my own friendship. Yeah. You know, um, acknowledging. Yeah. That's one of his big words is acknowledging. And um, just a lot of things that, that he brings to my life that I'm able to share with them now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Okay. I I do want to encourage women, especially women of Quest Church, Find if you feel like you're lonely or you feel like you don't have friends, there is someone there that will be your friend. And it, whether you need to find them through a Q group or however you do it, it is essential, I think, to your livelihood to have at least one good friend. Right. And it's not important to have a big circle of friends. You don't have to be everybody's best friend. Right. For me, that was a very hard learning experience. I was very available to people a lot and that caused a lot of heartache and I've I have unfortunately gone through a whole lot of heartache with friendships uh, in my life especially the past uh, few years but the one thing I I have learned is the the friends that you have the ones that have stuck by you the good and the bad you need to really um, be thankful for yes, it yes. because it doesn't it's it doesn't come all the time rare. it is very rare and I've noticed with those hurts that I've gone through I have become less and less open to uh, giving myself as a friend mm-hmm. uh, especially coming here to Oklahoma I was like 
I'm going to stick to myself. This is fine. It's going to be okay. But thankfully, I met a lot of wonderful women at Quest Church that are amazing. Yes. So friends. nice and friendly. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to say that right now. I'll, I'll tell All you the, the women are friendly. I'll tell you the two. I'm going to shout you two out. The two oh. women that um, really embraced me when I first came here, besides Monica, was uh, Leslie. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was going to say Leslie. And uh, Lisa D'Amico. Those two women really were uh, embraced. Yes. They embraced me right away. So I just want to tell you thank you right here for loving on me right when I got here. We've got about five minutes, so (laughs) let's end it on marriage. The good stuff. Yes! Five minutes. All of our husbands are here saying, yes, can we do this in five minutes? I hope that you guys are enjoying this, by the way. I know this is new, um, but we're just sharing our hearts, and I hope that you're liking it. So marriage. Here's one thing that I struggled with, and I'm just going to share my heart and be very vulnerable. I got married very young. I was 20. You did too. Um, <laughs> way too young. Way too young. Way too young. I would, if my kids came to me at 20 years old and said they were going to get married, I have, have several seats because yeah. you're not going anywhere. I'm sorry. No. Um, it's okay, Mom and Dad. I forgave you for letting me do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. You knew I was in love. No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Justin and I grew up together. So I had very, 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 very high expectations of him. Mm. Way too high. And all my expectations he never met. <laughs> uh, and that's just honest. Well, okay. So when you say that. And I'm, they, I'm talking about high expectations. Were they stated expectations or probably not okay he would probably say no mm-hmm. um but I felt like they should be mm-hmm. like you should know these things um so talk to us about healthy expectations of your husband I I asked that because I realized you know there were things that I expected my husband to do but I never verbalized to him yeah and so unsaid expectations are unmet expectations yes. and guess what I was mad for no reason Yes, all the time. (laughs) Because I wasn't... I was mad all the time. I wasn't saying what I needed. And and I think the unfair thing is, is that when I did speak up and say, okay, can you do this? Okay. Mm -hmm. And you do it one time, like, do I got to say it again? Right. (laughs) But having to realize is that, you know, in order for something to grow, it has to be nurtured. So if it means, yes, I have to say it, once a week or twice a week, I'm nurturing that yeah. because that's the only way it's going to grow. That's right. I'm, I'm telling you now, I haven't graduated. I haven't. Um, I'm still getting there. <laughs> I, I don't even think I'm going to get a diploma because <laughs> the reality is, is that, you know, I work with people and in the military it's different. And sometimes I think I take that mindset home. Mm-hmm. When I tell you to do something, I mean, do it. Ain't no if, ands, buts about it. Right. But I can't be that way when I'm at home because, well, my husband's in the military. He knows. But, and again, it's that expectation Mm -hmm. that he's thinking that way, but he's not. And I need to give him that courtesy and say, can you please do this? This is what I'm expecting. One more time. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel about healthy expectations? I think that in a marriage, it's not okay to say, you know, you get what you give it's better to say you give what you want so Mm -hmm. if I want trust from him 
he's going to get trust from me. If I want him to have my back, I'm going to have his back. Yeah. That's good. You know, so I'm going to do for him the way I want, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to see that reciprocated to me because it's a relationship. It's yeah. relaying. It's going yeah. back and forth. And so, yeah. um, and that's he, good. yeah, it's trust, trust is the word for me today. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> You're new. Right. New Newlywed. I'm to you guys, and I'm like, I must be, we must be really new, and we're still in that stage <laughs> where my, the expectation's not fulfilled, then I just do it. Okay. Oh. Because it's easier, sometimes it's easier done mm-hmm. than having to be said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I'll let him know. Hey, you didn't you didn't take the trash out. <laughs> but but guess what? I have more time than he does. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sit there and moan about it. Yeah, and yeah. Be pissed about it. You know what? I'm just gonna take the trash out. When I'm trying to make a statement, I'll get the trash yeah. out and I'll leave it right there in that make hallway. Make a statement. But for the most time, if you know, I just stop and think. Yeah. You know, he's going to come home tired. He's going to probably want to take a nap. He's going to get back at it again when he wakes up. He's writing this book. He's doing this. He's in a meeting with Josh. Why not? Yeah. I just kind of reverse things. Would I like it? Would I want that to be done for Mm -hmm. me? Yeah. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we really don't fight too much about that. And I think he's asked me before, what are your expectations of me? And I'm like, you know what? You've been doing so good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you <laughs> Bravo, darling. Yeah, Bravo. As of now, you, you're meeting them all, but I didn't really come into this marriage with much expectations. Yeah. I knew what he was about when I met him. Um, I knew he was n- not a Christian boy. He was a godly man. Uh-huh. And so I knew he already had a structure to follow. And I, and I knew what to expect. Pretty much so I, I didn't really set any expectations for him I knew he was going to be lovable and consistent yeah that's one of my big words yeah. when it comes yeah. to how and why a relationship works is consistency yeah. and he's been pretty it is pretty good at it and I think another thing that helps a marriage work I've been we've been married for almost 19 years this year yeah and is it 19 years now? yeah ours is 19 just a few weeks so so y'all are 18 18 yeah Showing our age. Okay. (laughs) One thing I have noticed, our marriage was very explosive at the beginning because we were, it was the expectation, your greatest expectation is your greatest greatest disappointment. So I was, he was disappointed all the time. I was disappointed all the time. We loved each other. The love was never not there. The love was always there. But there was a lot of disappointment, very explosive. But the thing I have learned, and I'm so thankful Justin and I have the most peaceful, joyful relationship right. now. It and like it, it all it's all because we pick and choose our battles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so important. Wise, wise, wise. If I can give you <laughs> any advice, and you don't have to take my advice. 19 years may be nothing to you mm-hmm. because you've been married 40 or whatever. But if I can give advice, it is pick and choose your battles. Don't make mountains out of molehills. Mm-hmm. If it's really not that big of a deal, let it go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, face the big issues, but pick and choose your battles. Justin is the king of that. He is a very peaceful man by nature. Um, so I have kind of taken his lead with that. He has really helped me grow in that sense. Um, and man, that has taken our relationship from here 
to hear because there's never a fight there's never a fight Mm -hmm. when you don't when it's not that big of a deal then it's not that big of a deal and that's an example you set for your kids as well pick and choose your battles like don't get mad about that right and it helps them in real life situations being hurt their feelings hurt with this or that like don't worry about it just pick and choose your battles because you're not battling each other no y'all are on the same side trying to overcome a situation yeah you know it's not you i'm battling it's this situation yeah and so when you look at it that way you're never coming against them you're not in opposition yeah so when you say like battle it's not battle with them yeah obviously it's more like this is a situation and it's confusing us yeah we need to just get on the same page kind yeah. of thing you know mm-hmm. so and i also read from dr caroline leaf i don't know if you guys follow her or she's amazing you should she said something now i don't know the scientific words that she used but when you something happens and you feel an emotion that emotion takes over your body for about eight to nine seconds or something like that then it's gone it's you that chooses to stay with mm-hmm. that emotion oh pride that emotion is gone so you can choose to stay if it was an anger the anger went up and went and it left you're choosing to stay mad that's on you that has nothing to do with the other person or That's the good. situation. I thought that was so good and it was so convicting because when you feel a certain way, it's up to you and it's yeah. up to your mind. Mm-hmm. What, you're, what are you going to do with it? Like Justin's father-in-law, or Justin's dad, my father-in-law used to always tell me when he would be annoying me or dumb, sorry, love my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but when I would tattle on him to his parents when we were first married, he would always tell me, charge it to his head, not to his heart. Just charge it to his head, not to his heart. Because he knew the love was there for me. Just sometimes his mind was messed up. So it's it's really in your mind <laughs> that controls yeah. your emotion. My mind was messed up a lot, too. No <laughs> One of the things that your daddy... <laughs> I like to say your daddy. Daddy. And I agreed to was Amos 3.3. Mm-hmm. Having to walk together, let's say we agreed. Mm-hmm. And that really stuck to my head, to my heart. That's good. And he told me that. And mm-hmm. I said, I want to learn from that. And I want to learn from you. Yeah. So I agreed. I'm going to learn from you. Even if it hurts and it's challenging and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm a very stubborn person. Mm-hmm. But I've been able to follow him because he's a good leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to have agreement in your marriages and so, in your relationships and, with your friends. And when you know who you're dealing with, it's so much easier to right. agree than yeah. rebuttal and mm-hmm. fight. And yeah, it's true. I had a wonderful time with you, ladies. I wish we could go on. I'm sure we could go on and on and on, but our time is coming to a close. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, Monica, Erica, Giovanna. And to our pastor and my dad for allowing us to use his home and letting us have girl talk tonight. I had a wonderful time, and I hope it blessed you and helped you in some kind of way. Crystal, thank you for hosting this. You have been absolutely incredible. Thank you. So we celebrate you. You did a great job of moderating tonight. And uh, I just want to say how fine that lady sitting to your right is looking tonight. She's cute. She's cute. You want to end it with a song? Because everybody still can sing. No, no, no. Not tonight. Come on. Not tonight. I got you. I can do back. Don't bother Watson. She loves it. Yeah, she loves it. Come on. Right. I'm going to sing a little song called. Okay, baby, go ahead. Mama. <laughs> Mama, you know I love you. Mama. Okay.
We love you guys so much. Happy Halloween. Success to you and success to the kingdom. Your love is like tear from the stars.